aboard the Truth Express with your conductor, Erskine, who give you the latest on national news, politics, policies, business, and government issues. Oh, we've got a great show for you right now. This is Erskine, and I've got a friend of mine, Rebecca Terrell, one of the best writers I know. And I've also got coming up next our Daniel Greenfield with uh, Front Page Mag. Now, Rebecca is senior editor, regular contributor to The New American. Fabulous publication. Comes out uh, every week, if I'm not mistaken, or every two weeks. It is just chock full of information that you need to stay ahead. And we need all the honest information we can get today. We're getting it nowhere else. I just read an article in this week's New American that Rebecca wrote called Lethal UN Healthcare. And I said, Lethal UN Healthcare sounds interesting. Uh, This um, method the UN is taking to control and bring about one world government and population control. All of it's going there together. And they're doing stuff for our good. Yes, for our good. When they go around with trick-or-treat for UNICEF, trick-or-treat for UNICEF, these are the same people who are trying to kill off children and to uh, put them into famine. Long-term depopulation control agenda. Now they're after American sovereignty. The World Health Organization mandating health care worldwide. They have a pandemic treaty. Fortunately, it did not pass Congress, but they declared public health emergency. They dictate to the countries what to do, take over closures, vaccines, et cetera, in all countries, take over the government, fossil fuel-driven health care concerns, gun, that's a health care control concern, racism, health care concern, overpopulation, health care concern. They're taking over every aspect of our lives, aren't they, Rebecca? They certainly are, and we have got to do something about it, don't we? We absolutely do, because we are about to lose our entire government, our entire sovereignty, our entire constitution, turning it over to the U.N. without them firing a shot with the same WHO that Donald J. Trump got us out of, Joe Biden put us back into, and the World Health Organization, the man in charge of that, is nothing but a shill for China, just as Joe Joe Robert F. Biden appears to be. It's all China. They paid off uh, Biden's. They paid off the World Health Organization very cheaply. This is a not just UN, but it's a Chinese takeover because they're the ones who covered up for COVID, aren't they? One of the main ones, where it came from, how it did. Absolutely. And, you know, I think, too, we have an advantage right now because they're starting, they're really accelerating. They're ramping up their game. And in that, they are showing their hands and more people are waking up. Of course, it's kind of kind of silly. There are a lot of people who think that this just started recently, all of this bad, bad behind the scenes government type work. And we know better than that. It's been going on for literally centuries. But right. um more, more and more people are waking up and they're, they're realizing, you know, all these conspiracy theories that I used to laugh at, they're right. coming true. And it is easier to talk to people now about this, about what's going on. But, yeah, the, the, the poise that the World Health Organization has been foisting on us, it didn't just start with COVID. It's been going on for as long as that organization has existed. You can go back to a movie 
I'm glad you mentioned it. It's one of my favorites. 1973, Soil and Green, Edward G. Robinson, Charlton Heston. I didn't know this. The movie was set in 2022. They talk about food shortages in there. They talk about euthanasia. They talk about artificial meats. Of course, they're euthanasia very nice. You get put into a uh, theater and they show you pictures of green grass and different things that they no longer have in the future. And you sit back and can remember and then they, you're put to sleep. And the key to the movie is when they come out and Charleston Heston is yelling and screaming at people, soil and green that everyone loved to eat because they were going to artificial meats and everything. Everyone wanted to eat. He said, it's people. And at that point, everybody in the audience says, oh, my God. It was an incredible movie, wasn't it? But it's what's happening. Soil and green is here. It's starting to happen, isn't it? Do you know there were there were some uh, Silicon Valley executives who started their own company? It literally called it Soylent Corporation, and they market wow. dehydrated food, which I think is <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I want to buy anything from them, knowing that knowing that movie. But um, no, well, the point my point in bringing up that movie was though to say someone writing for the Washington Post recently said, "Well, they got a lot right in that movie. We are." suffering catastrophic climate change and food shortages because people are because of overpopulation and you know that is what they always bring up overpopulation that is such a huge lie i dare people to try to overpopulate this planet you can't do it right it has plenty of resources available and god created it it he created us and he's not going to let that kind of thing happen to his children no, no. We can we can reduce what we have by not allowing any carbon so that the plants won't grow, but it's all there for us. Uh, they tell us what they want us to do. Gates wants to reduce the population by 15%. He's told them that. The Georgia Guidestone said that they wanted to reduce the population to 500 million. They have an unpopulation unpop, uh, fund of uh, the universal uh, uh, with the U.N., Therefore, abortion, contraception, sterilization, universal sexual reproductive health rights, all of this. I mean, they want total control, don't they, Rebecca? They do. And what you're talking about, too, one of, one of the things uh, that, that the World Health Organization and UNICEF uh, tried to pull on third world countries a number of years ago was uh, masking um contraceptive vaccines under the guise of tetanus vaccinations. Oh, that's that's a really big one. I wasn't to that one yet, but they were giving these tetanus vaccines and what was that that was in there? Some sort of a thing that would make people have spontaneous abortions and stillbirths and all that, right? They did. that Well, and to tell you the truth, the um, World Health Organization has been working on contraceptive vaccines for decades now. They came up with them. They finally landed on a successful combination in early 1990s, and that's when they have started these tetanus vaccination campaigns in third world countries. But this is the deal. They only target women of childbearing age, and it is a series of about five shots given in a very short amount of time which right. you and I know, you don't have to get a tetanus booster that that rapidly. You get a right. you get a tetanus shot, and you need a you need another booster in about seven or ten years, depending upon your environment that you're in. So a lot of the doctors in these countries, 
that threw up red flags to them. Why are you targeting only women of childbearing age? And with these, with a series of rapid succession shots, it turns out each one of those countries, they were injecting these women with contraceptive vaccines. And now those women cannot carry a birth to term. And each of those countries is now also suffering a population decline. In fact, worldwide, we're seeing a population decline, especially in our developed countries like us and in Europe. And uh, the forecasters are saying this is going to be a problem. When, when you have a population that is mostly an older population, you're going to have a lot of problems, economic problems, health care, all of these things that go along with an aging population. And we're right. seeing that playing out right now. And where did so, they go? Yeah, they this, went to... They went to Mexico, they went to the Philippines, they went to Nicaragua, they went to Kenya. Mm-hmm. Some of the poorest countries yeah. on the face of the earth, that's where they went. They were, you know, hanging over the poor people and trying to depopulate their countries. This is just horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And you know what? It really truly is racist. I think it's so diabolic the way they foment all this, all these uh, racism. You know, it's, it's the source of all these riots and things that are going on in our country right now. When when I interact with people, I'm not I'm not racist, but these agenda foisted on these countries by the World right. Health Organization, that is racist. They are targeting the black, brown and yellow babies of the world. Right now, in Stockholm 1970, growth of population problems for uh preservation of the environment. They're really worried about it. That's when that started. It came out uh, in 94 when they went to Mexico, uh, 3 million in the Philippines and elsewhere. And this was forced. Then they went to Kenya in 2013. UNICEF, the Children's Fund, they were part of this. Nobody knew that uh, they had this anti-fertility in the tetanus shot. Nobody knew that. How, uh, I wonder how we know it now. What happened that we know it now? Did somebody well, the there doctors, talk? Uh, the doctors in Kenya discovered that they sent off samples of that, that vaccine to labs and it came back positive. The, the, the samples they sent came back tested positive for a combination called beta HCG. HCG is a pregnancy hormone. It's what a pregnancy test uses to tell you right. whether a woman is pregnant or not. And you, normally a woman is not. That doesn't trigger an immune reaction in a woman, of course. That pregnancy hormone usually triggers a reaction where she protects the baby, her body protects the baby and, and right. the baby grow to maturity. And um, in this case, they found a combination where they combined that HCG hormone with the tetanus vaccine and it, it prompted an immune reaction in the mother's system. So anytime she sees that hormone, her body, her immune system sees it as a foreign invader and starts to attack it without that hormone the baby, she can get pregnant, but she can't carry the baby to term. She's going to miscarry. And this is one of the longest articles that you have written. It's one of the longest ones that you've written. And you really were passionate about this because it's all true. We haven't heard it anywhere. Uh, infa- uh, there's infertility uh, with a uh, Christian group called People of the Way. Their leader, she lost three babies. Uh, and at one point, high levels of the anti-HCD antibodies 
is the inability to carry pregnancy to term. And the WHO, the Tetanus Elimination Campaign, since the 1990s, they declared June the World Infertility Awareness Month. We're down to 2.4 births per woman in 19, uh, and now 1964 at 5.1. That's a terrific drop. You could say their program was highly successful, couldn't you? I think so. And I mean, that, and they're not shy about that. They, they brag about, oh, we're depopulating the world because the big lie is that overpopulation is going to kill us all. Just like you driving your car is going to kill us all. Right. You have to switch to electric. So they can pull the plug on electric because now they're pulling the plug on any real sources, you know, good sources of energy. Now they want us to go to wind and solar. Wind and solar can't power an industrial economy. Look at what they're trying to do. We are learning who they are and they tell us what they want to do. The arrogance of Mm -hmm. these people is astonishing to me, isn't it to you? I mean, where they're going to, they're telling you this is, this is truly Mac. I would say Machiavellian, but it's Luciferian. This is demonic what they want to do. It absolutely is, and we know that simply because God did give us the directive to be fruitful and multiply. And their message is, don't have faith. Depopulate. Depopulate. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single goal? Gold buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800 356 4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800 356 4470 today. We're back, Erskine and three, uh, <laughs> Rebecca Sorrell. Uh, Rebecca's <laughs> with an uh, organization called The New American. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. They've got the truth. Now, what we're talking about is infertility, how this is happening to people. And they, they want infertility uh, because it's helping women avoid pregnancy through abortion. They want that. 2017 prevented 308 million since 2017 prevented 308 million pregnancies they're proud of it they're saying abortion is health care no boys and girls abortion isn't health care abortion in my opinion and uh, i think Teresa agrees with me is murder these are people who are looking at more murder and if you believe in god you've got to know that god said there in over a hundred places I knew ye before you were born in over a hundred places. You can Google it and you'll come up with a hundred quotes from the Bible saying that I knew you before you were born. Then you are a child of God and this is murder. So this is absolutely uh, it is. 
these people are just as bad as Mengele and the Germans and the Nazis were. Now, there's an 80% uh, increase in miscarriages, fetal malformation, stillbirths. All of this is happening post-COVID, post-COVID shots. COVID vaccine on children affects their fertility. This is dangerous stuff. A lot of that came from Wahom Nagar, a member of the Kenyan Catholic Doctors Association. They suspected this. They suspected it. Lab tests discovered contraceptives agent hidden in the COVID jabs. This is really nefarious. So a lot of people are getting that all over the world. It worked in the poorer countries. Now they're going for the rest of us, aren't they? That's absolutely right. And, and, you know, a lot of what we've been talking about is history. It's recent history, but it is history. And you say, okay, why is that pertinent to us today? It is exactly what you just said. They've just foisted all these vaccines on us. And look at what happened in May at the World Health Organization's 75th (laughs) annual meeting. President Biden attempted to hand over say-so of our own health care policymaking to the World Health Organization. It's surprising to me that the World Health Organization members did not adopt what he proposed. They didn't, but it's because they are crafting an agreement right now that would effectively accomplish the same thing across the entire globe. So the World Health, next time the World Health Organization decides, oh, we have a pandemic, such as monkeypox now, they get to tell us exactly what we do. Can you say China? Can you look at some of right. these, these countries, Australia, all these places that locked down to the point to death, uh, bringing great numbers into poverty, causing death worldwide? We have insurance adjusters who tell us now that the amount, the numbers of deaths over the past two years since, since the COVID job has come into play are just off the charts. Now and they're also hand also, over. They're they're also giving shots to children as young as six months, when children have not developed the um, receptor sites for COVID. We know that, and they're giving it to children as young as six months, experimental. And they've shown pictures. Now, very few people are t- going in. Americans are smarter than that. They also joined in the WHO joined in promoting the jab for both kids and adults. Through the COVAX initiative, a collaboration includes a star-studded lineup of population control advocates, UNICEF, Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness, uh, and GAVI, the uh, Vaccine Alliance. CEPI was launched in 2017. By whom? By Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, the organizational mastermind of the Great Reset to usher in dystopian Fourth Industrial Revolution, drastic reduction in the world's population with depopulation cheerleader Bill Gates, co-founded CEPI and leads the funding for both organizations and Gabby. There is your devil in the details. And I mean that word devil in the true sense of the word. We'll be right back. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal 
fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold-buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Rebecca, a lot of people might be sitting there listening to this and saying, this conspiracy theory, it's just garbage, it's conspiracy theory. But to, to prove this, in uh, 2008, the UN Chronicle, that's the magazine of the United Nations since 1946, published in 2008, and here's what it says. Hunger has great positive value to many people. Now, I'm quoting, is, hunger has positive value. Isn't that an insane comment, Rebecca? It's horrid. It's absolutely horrid, but it is so characteristic of these people. They, they have this God complex. They <clears throat> brag also, the World Health Organization brags on its website, that of performing 73 million abortions and 308 wow. million avoided pregnancies through their contraceptive programs. And these are the ones that are out there in the open. This isn't the the covert contraceptive vaccines that they've been giving to women under the guise of tetanus vaccines. Right. That means we are talking about 300, almost 400 million lives that they brag about destroying. Now, if we put that, and I like to put things in perspective because, you know, you can talk about these big numbers and you, you can't really wrap your mind around them because we don't deal with numbers like that in our daily lives. No. If you think of a if you think of a Boeing 747, it's got 366 passengers on it. Right. The number of lives that they're bragging about destroying is more is like taking more than a million Boeing 747s <clears throat> and crashing <throat> and filling them with babies and crashing them. <clears throat> if that is enough of a graphic example of what we're talking about here. How many great exactly- lives, great entertainers, great uh People of uh, medicine and other uh, things, how many great people have lost their life because of that? That, I mean, it's incredible. Such a great point. We have probably, we've killed Mozarts. We've killed, um, like you said, in in medicine, what if we've killed the person who was intended to find a cure for cancer? All of these these lives matter, and they didn't happen by accident. They didn't take God by surprise. He knew that person before that person was born, just like you said. And the value of life has been taken down to nothing. Now, here's what they also say. Hungry people are the most productive people, especially when there's a need for manual labor. How many of us would sell our services if uh, we were not for the threat of hunger? For those of us at the high end of the social ladder, this is putting themselves above everyone else. Ending hunger globally would be a disaster. 
if there was no hunger in the world, who would plow the fields, who'd harvest their vegetables, who'd work in the rendering plants, who would clean our toilets, and you go on, who would clean your, wash your clothes, who would do all of that, the work that you don't want to do. Hunger's not a problem, they say, but an asset. An outcry of the UN pulls essay from its website. I mean, this is just absolutely incredible. That was the UN. And they send around, they've got the audacity to ask for money, kids to go trick-or-treating for UNICEF to get money to end hunger when they are promoting it in their reality. This is the sickest thing I have ever heard of. We should be out of the UN yesterday and definitely out of the World Health Organization. These are uh, demonic Luciferian organizations. And uh, we should, we have to be better. We have to restore our Judeo-Christian value system. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. We've got to bring it back. We've got to do what God would want. And we've got to bring it back to what Jesus would want. And they are certainly not doing it. And we can't, we can't follow the evil one. We've got to follow the positive. We've got to follow the Prince of Peace. We've got to, have to get away from this. Absolutely. And, you know, another thing that we have to do according to his dictates is we do have to pray for our enemies. We have to pray for those who persecute us. He said that in the Sermon on the Mount. And I think maybe, too, we need to point the finger of blame a little bit at ourselves because I know that it's, it's very hard. It's hard to pray for these people who aren't such monsters. They're, and they're despicable. I, I but, cannot pray. I cannot pray for Klaus Schwab. I just cannot find myself doing it. Uh, other people have more courage than I do. But as far as I'm concerned, I can't pray for an Anthony Fauci. I just can't. I'm sorry, Rebecca. I know people who kill <laughs> other people are that evil. I cannot pray for them. I pray that they turn around and change their soul somewhat. But I can't pray anything for them. It's like uh, the old lady who was at death's door. She'd been bad the whole time. A terrible person. And people prayed for her to pull through. And we, you know, I mean, that prayer goes, you know, I can pray that I will be done. That's what I can pray for. But I can't pray for anything good to happen for them. I pray that I but will that be is, done. But that is the perfect prayer. That And that is what I, that is what I mean by praying for these people. Yes, pray for their conversion. Pray that God's will be done in their lives because God's will is that they convert. And right. absolutely, no, don't put up with them. Your anger against them is a righteous anger because they are offending from Almighty God. But, well, the, yes, the thing, it is our role to play. The thing is, right now, and you and I have talked about this, they are exposing mm-hmm. themselves like never before, aren't they? Yep, they are. Thank God. Well, I, I, and, you say thank God, but I actually believe it is God's work that they are exposing themselves more than ever before. And the problem is they're taking good people and they are having them doing things which they don't want to do. How about nurses in the hospital where you'd had that terrific article, which is one of the best I ever read about the hospitals being the killing fields. How about that? And doctors and nurses doing things you never thought you'd see. People have to take a stand. We've got to stand on principles. Have we lost our principles or have we become, have we got the new disease called the sheep pox where we follow everything like sheep? That is so true, and that's such a good analogy, but it is it is a sheepbox. But, you know, it has always happened that way, that when people were asked to give up their lives or give up their faith, they always they gave up their lives. They did. They would, they would rather sacrifice their lives than their faith. But 
in history, throughout history, if they were asked to give up their standard of living or their faith, they gave up their faith. And that's what we've got to be brave enough to suffer what we're going to have to suffer to win the battle in the end. Because we do know what the last page does. We do know who wins in the end. <laughs> we certainly we do. We've read, we've read the end of the book. We know the end of the book. It's like betting on a team and they're doing a rerun of the game. You're not going to bet on that because other person probably already see it live. They're doing a rerun of the game. I don't know who's going to win. No, but the other guy does. You know, you should know who's going to win. You're not going to bet on it. But people are betting on who's going to win and who's going to lose for temporary fulfillment. Things you get temporarily. Well, great politician in the United States and became president said just six weeks before he died, they asked him if he regretted anything. He said he regretted selling his soul. I believe that these people may have sold their souls. They made a may have Faustian bargain. We know that uh, there are certain people who have made Faustian bargains with the Chinese, and that may have been selling their soul in regards to this. I don't think you can separate what's going on between our spiritual and our value system. I don't think you can separate what's going on in the world today. They are intertwined. It's not just about somebody making money. It's much more than that. It's about our souls. Oh, absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. But the one good thing about about uh, these people who you say have sold their souls, which I agree with you. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they've made a deal with the devil. But they can't sell their souls because their souls don't belong to them. Their souls belong to God. That's why we have to pray. We have to pray for their conversion. And if enough of us start praying, and I'm not saying only pray because God put us here in this world for a purpose. If you want to pray exclusively and leave the rest up to God, then go join a convent or a monastery. That's what they're there for. If you're in this world, you are called to well, you are called to your vocation as if you do more than just pray, and that is to take action. And that's to educate yourself and listen to shows like this and read magazines like The New American because we're exposing all of these lies. The point is, let me get to this, though. This is something I wonder about, and I'm sure you have too, Rebecca. How do we know who's telling the truth? How do you know that we're telling the truth as opposed to CNN? How do you know we're telling the truth as opposed to the view? Uh, Go ahead. By their fruits, you shall know them. That's that's how Jesus Ah. said to differentiate the ones who are telling the truth from the ones who are lying. I mean, we have the World Health Organization bragging about all these lives that they destroy every year. Right, right. We have to to use... We have to use discernment. Now, one of the key things that has happened, and this has been very important, is people during this COVID situation have learned some of the things they're teaching in schools. So they're pulling kids out of the schools. The other thing that they learned is that we've had lies from medical. So people are becoming more proactive in their own medicine. And another thing that, I mean, there are a lot of positives have happened. And a lot of things people are pulling away from some of the churches because they're seeing that a lot of them have sold out, but uh, and they're getting more, hopefully, hopefully, more in touch with the God within them, and they're becoming more spiritual in that sense. So this could have some ramifications that the evil ones did not expect, as people are starting to wake up and they're starting to see, have enough awakened, and when enough awakened, we're going to be a force to uh, deal with because there are more of us than of them. So this is going to be a force to deal with. Are people waking up, Rebecca? I think they are. I think undoubtedly they are. It's it's we've seen the the surge of support for Trump despite all of the negative 
PR campaign against him, waged against him since he took office. And I'm not saying that he's the end-all, be-all. I know he's not the savior of the world, but he did a lot of good things. Um, and people are waking up and realizing, wait a minute, they, we're losing our country, and we're losing it fast, and we've got to do something right now. Can't wait for somebody else to do it, and we can't wait till later to get out of our easy chairs and get up and do something. People are, people are waking up, and it's, it's lovely to see. Now, this article that you wrote in The New Republic, and I found it to be absolutely fascinating. I called you immediately after I read it. Uh, the UN taking control, bringing about one world government, the whole the whole situation using the uh, WHO. When um, you came across this, uh, this is one of the longest articles you've written. And I'm looking at this and I'm saying, this must have been very important to you. It was, wasn't it? Absolutely. All of this, uh, everything that we write, I believe in the New American, I truly do believe the New American is the best magazine, not just in the country, but in the world to wake people up and tell them, okay, this is actually what's going on behind the scenes. (laughs) When you you wrote this, I got to stop you for a bit. When you wrote this, was there a point when you said this really can't be, I can't believe this? There really wasn't. It, the only, I think the reason is because I, of the way I was raised. Uh, I was raised in a John Birch Society household, and I right, kind of right. grew up knowing about knowing about the conspiracy, knowing about the insiders and the New World Order. And so this is just kind of par for the course for me. But there are a lot of people, like I said, who think that, oh, what what happened with COVID? And they, they think that this all started in 2020 with COVID. And no, this has been, we've been working up to this for literally centuries. I mean, it goes back to the time of the Enlightenment and the Illuminati and then the degradation from there. Right. Uh, and this whole, and that's, and that's another way you can tell it's diabolical, because how could it have lasted for so many centuries and be so focused and so organized if it didn't have somebody pulling the strings? You know, Absolutely. generation after generation and now, um, now, what yeah, we, what is the are are you seeing that uh, are they getting scared? Is that why they're pulling out and doing so much right now? It's like they have full court press on right now. So, as the dark side or the uh, black hats, if you want to refer to them as that, are they pulling out all the stops? It looks that way to me. I think they're. I don't think that they're necessarily scared. I think that they are pulling out all the stops because look at our reaction when when COVID was first announced as a as a pandemic. Everybody ran to the stores and we we ran out of toilet paper, right? Right. Buy right. Toilet paper. And why was that? It wasn't because the government had said get inside your houses and don't come out. It was because people were afraid the government were going was going to say that, and they went and stocked up because they thought the government was going to lock them in their houses. That's the activity. That's the reaction of a slave. That's not the reaction of the land of the free and the home of the brave. No, no, it's a slave reaction. Me, mine, God may take care of or something could happen. It's uh, not the reaction of somebody who is a patriot. You don't go uh, stock up. You see that everyone, everyone gets their fair share, and that's the way it should be. Now, what the other thing is, I believe that this inflation situation is going to be their Achilles heel. I think they've gone too far with inflation. Sure. Absolutely, because... they've gone too far. Well, they've gone too far with everything. But, it... I, you know, part of me part of me wants to go, okay, yeah, turn up turn up the heat in the boiling water and, let, and warn the frog and let him jump out. Right, <laughs> you know, the, right. You know, the old frog in the boiling water. And you almost want to see them accelerate things because that is going to be the greatest 
uh, help to our side exposing what they're doing is if they speed things up and amp things up. And it, so I, I say, yeah, go ahead, bring it on. <laughs> that helps I us. Was- I listened to all of them talking about how we're not in a recession. And it's like watching uh, watching a kid squirm <laughs> when they're trying to lie. They don't lie well, do they? They really don't. <laughs> no, they do not. But they really are depending upon us remaining gullible as we have been for these past decades. Uh, you know, listening to all, the, all this malarkey about Mother Earth. Right, and right. how we're destroying Mother Earth, and all this malarkey about oh, a woman's reproductive rights are paramount. What? No, reproductive rights is a code word for let's kill babies. You got it. We'll be right back. The Biden administration is quickly moving to implement the liberal fantasy of socialist spending. After spending a $2.1 trillion stimulus, the president and Democratic-led Congress have introduced another $3 trillion plan to add to our insurmountable debt, seeking to raise taxes on Americans making as little as 200000 a year. Have you seen the immigration footage? $87 million putting illegals in hotel rooms and our troops sleeping on parking garage floors. Could this be the biggest single gold buying opportunity in history? Well, Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs say this is the time to buy gold. Patriot Gold Group, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you may qualify for no fee for life IRA. Call 800-356-4470 for details. Patriot Gold Group, Consumer Affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer, five years running. Call 800-356-4470 today. Ladies and gentlemen, the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. Talking with Rebecca Terrell, uh, she's a senior editor for The New American. When she wrote her article on the uh, killing fields, uh, the hospitals, and uh, what they were doing to people, uh, that had to provoke a lot of uh, interest. And I said to a number of doctors, I got taken off and censored when I started talking about the truth about COVID. And uh, that was from Twitter and that was from Facebook. They're still censoring. The censorship that we've had in this country has been horrible. Can we still get the truth out? It's getting, it was very hard, but I think people are saying enough of this censorship. They're getting away from Twitter. They're getting away from Facebook. They are saying enough. 
but we've we have never been a country that condoned censorship and now it looks like we almost have been for a long time tell me about that what do you think about the censorship are you being censored in any way you know, it's so funny. I haven't been censored yet, knock on wood, but it makes me think maybe I'm not doing enough. Well, <laughs> when I got censored, I, I got a message note. I told uh, Sydney Powell, who's a friend of mine, I said, Sydney, I've been censored from uh, by Twitter. And her response was, what took them so long? I don't know why you haven't. Right. So, but that's okay. I feel like <laughs> you should join the club now. Come on. But the fact that's of the right. matter is... Most of some of my posts have been censored, of course, but I haven't been shut down entirely. But you know, communication is so important. They do have a leg up there. We know communication has always been important. The founding fathers formed those committees of correspondence back in the time of the Revolutionary War, so they could get around the mainstream media. You know, so that's what we have to do. We have to set. We have to search out the the good media and separate it from the bad. It's not hard to do so, though, because there's so many catchphrases that they use, but peaceful coexistence and save the earth and uh, all the, all of these very Orwellian type sayings. It's just like the, the definition uh, UN peacekeepers keep the peace with guns and tanks. Right. That's, you know, that's, that's put on its head and that's a diabolical way of speaking, that Orwellian way of speaking where black is white and left is right and all this. And so it's not hard if you learn, if you read um, critically and listen to news reports critically, you'll be able to see. None of us is stupid. I think we're, I think we're we're closer to being an animal farm. All animals are equal, but some are more equal than others. Uh, so I right. think we're closer to animal farm actually than 1984. But the, still, we're in the same type of a genre where we are in a dy- dystopian society right now. It's a real a real problem, but I believe that if we will maintain our values, if we will stay steadfast in our belief in God, and that we are going to make it through. The only reason for us to exist is that we had the best value system. We believed in the individual. Now what they've got, the great reset, is very, very simple. It's socialism. It's take from the poor and give to those who are rich. We're seeing that right now. It's the total opposite of what they say they're going to do. Take from the rich and give to the poor. They're taking from the poor and giving to the rich. People are getting poor. The rich are getting richer. That's exactly what they're doing. And we believe in the individual. They don't. They believe in the collective. God made us all individuals. We all have separate fingerprints, even identical twins. To me, that's a miracle. I think it is to you, too. Absolutely. You know, what you said about Animal Farm, I've long thought that we've been an animal farm for a very long time. In 1984, you know, look at everywhere you go, you cannot escape screens. It's like 1984 has come to life. Screens, screens, screens shouting at you everywhere, and it's pervasive. You can't even get away from this narrative on Sesame Street. Uh, you know, children <laughs> children are being brainwashed. Well, you can't. Honey, when it gets to Sesame Street, you're in trouble. Remember, right. go to the New America, uh, the um, New American.com. The New American.com is well worth your while. All aboard the Truth Express. You can listen on your favorite podcast app or local radio station.
Patriot Gold Group. Consumer Affairs operated five years running for your IRA or 401k. Call 800-356-4470 today.